Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Property Investor Podcast, where it's my job to introduce you to people from the world of commercial property. We're talking with investors and thought leaders about their experiences of the commercial property world and sharing our own lessons from the last 20 years to give you practical know-how so that you can follow in their footsteps. If you've ever thought commercial could be your next step, but it just seems too confusing and opaque, then you've come to the right place. There are so many exciting opportunities in this dynamic sector, and I'm looking forward to pulling back the curtain and sharing them with you. Welcome to another episode of the Commercial Property Investor Podcast, and I'm your host, Jerry Alexander. I'm delighted you can join me for this December episode. It's that time of year again, isn't it? A time for the mad rush to get everything ready, to get everything completed, and then maybe just to spend a bit of time with the family, or maybe even slip away for a few days. It is, of course, a month where some of us might slightly overindulge on the eating and drinking front. But if you can create the time and the space in your diary, it's also a great time for reflection. For me personally, it's a time to review the year and to review the goals for next year. But of course, it isn't a case of just getting a blank sheet of paper and starting afresh. At least not for me. I tend to work on longer term goals and use this time to reflect on how progress is going and to work out adjustments I might need to make for next year. You may also have noticed, of course, it's that time of year when lots of people begin posting goal-setting mantras on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn and everywhere else. And I may even be guilty of doing that myself sometimes, to be honest, but I do feel duty-bound to talk about goals at this time of year because I think it's such an effective use of your time. It's definitely not something to talk about in January. We need to be ready to hit the ground running in January, so we've got to do that work now. However, I'm not going to go into the process that you should use for goal-setting because I've actually done that before. When you get a moment, check out episode 26 and episode 44. In fact, 44 might be titled something like Getting Ready for 2021. But in reality, it's not about 2021. It's about any new year. It's about getting ready for that new year, about setting yourself up with the right frame of mind, and of course, a structure to make goal setting work for you. It's all very well sitting down with that piece of paper or a laptop and typing in a few goals that you'd like to do or achieve in the next year. But if you're anything like me, that process doesn't necessarily lead to lots of achievement, at least not on its own. I really need to work out a process to make sure I stay accountable and add a methodology to try and improve that success rate. And episode 44 is all about that stuff. So go and check it out before the end of the year. In this episode, I want to give you some suggestions of actual goals that you could set in relation to commercial property. Sometimes it can be a wee bit frustrating when you can't see the whole picture and actually work out what you should be focusing on. So I'm going to go through a number of different ideas, both goals and actions, that you can maybe take during this next year to get you on the road to commercial investing. Or if you're already on the road, hopefully help you refocus and get moving faster. If you're wanting to do commercial property and you've been kind of sitting on the fence, then maybe this is the right time and the right episode for you. Just before we get into that, Let's take a moment to listen to our sponsor. Yes, you heard that right. We have a sponsor. And what makes it even better is that sponsor is me. (laughs) So I can say what I like, right? (laughs) Joking aside, I'm working on establishing an aligned sponsor. One that will have true value for our community. But it does need to be a win-win, of course. In other words, it needs to work for them too. But these podcasts don't cost 
nothing, so it will be great to get some support with all the different costs that are associated with production. So here is my sponsor bit, actually, I'm going to do one. We actually have a behind-the-scenes two-day set up for the 12th of January in 2022. And it won't be long before that comes around. It's always limited in numbers, these tours, so that we can move around our locations without getting in the way of the day-to-day operations, because all the buildings we've bought we still have, and they have multiple tenants, or most of them have multiple tenants, and we can go in and see what's going on behind the scenes. The maximum we take is eight, and if you fancy coming to spend the day with us, I'll show you around at least three or four of our locations, so you can see our very first commercial property, which we still have, and our current development site, which is undergoing pretty major redevelopment right now and has some tenants. So I can go through the process of redesigning that space to make it work for the current market. Now we can't get around all our sites, but we will show you some of the best ones. Plus we'll spend a little time at our restaurant so you can get a coffee and a tour of a listed property. That one's listed. And don't worry if you have to stay over. A good number of people who've been before have stayed over locally so they can join us fresh for the tour in the morning. In the afternoon, we then go into the classroom and spend a few hours introducing you to the process of finding, purchasing and running commercial property, whether that be a passive or active strategy that you're interested in. The full day, including refreshments and all that sort of stuff, costs £300 plus fat. If it sounds of interest, then follow the link in the show notes to find out more and to reserve your place. And if you're sitting on the fence, we don't plan to run another one until at least next summer at the earliest. So it might be time to hop off the fence and book a fun educational day. Right, let's get on to the goal ideas for you. As with so much of the content I share, here's the small print, take the bits that are good for you and leave the stuff that isn't relevant. Almost everything that I share on these solo shows, that's when it's just me and you, right, is based on my experiences, whether that be good or bad. I want to be as authentic as possible, but inevitably you will need to pick through what's going to work for you and run with that and leave the rest. Everyone listening to this will be in a different place, of course, on your property journey, so I'm just going to throw out a load of different ideas and you can jot down the ones that are going to inspire you. I've mentioned setting goals lots of times, of course, but in reality, a lot of what we need to be successful in commercial property investing is actually good habits. A big part of this is about forcing yourself to do something often enough that it becomes part of your comfort zone and just another habit. You know how it is when you do an activity over and over, but then stop for a time. And when you come back to it, sometimes it would be difficult to get started again. It's a bit like recording these podcasts. If you're not doing it regularly and you pause for a bit because you've maybe built up a few shows and then you come back and sit in front of the microphone, it can be a bit nervous again and a bit rusty. It can make mistakes. And it's the same in commercial property. You need to get into habits with this stuff. So you just get really good at it. So with that in mind, here are some suggestions for you for next year. So the first one, get to know two to three new or more, if you already have some, commercial agents this coming year and communicate with them at least twice a month. In order for this to happen, you need a commercial surveyor or agent who actually talks to you, of course, whether that be by phone or email. But once you've established two-way communication, (laughs) then make sure you're regularly talking to them about commercial property, that is. This one's actually really important. It will really improve your chances of finding a deal next year if you put in the time. But make sure that you're actually spending time with these people. 
you're having a coffee or some food with them. That really means that you're developing a relationship. The second one is focus in on an area. Stop mucking about and just pick an area. Get to really understand what's going on in that market. Visit it regularly. Look at the wider business context of what's going on. All the studying you do in that area will really help in other areas if you decide to invest somewhere else. But without being focused in on one particular geographical area, you'll find it very difficult to understand how the market works anywhere because you're just dipping in and dipping out and looking at different things, maybe a shop one day, an industrial unit another day, a multi-let one day, a 25-year lease another day. You've got to focus in on an area and you need to start to understand strategies and focus in on those but more on that in a minute so the third one is focus in on understanding the competitors so you're fixed on an area now you want to look at what are the offers that are actually out there available to customers this goes back to the deal analyzer sheet where are the gaps setting a goal around this could be to actually tour at least one competitive offering each month of the year so you might actually say to yourself right this year I'm going to go out and view 12 competitor offers. Now, it might be a single let shop, if that's what you're looking for, um, if that's what you're looking at doing, or it might be a multi-let building or a serviced office building. Whatever it is you're trying to do, pick out some competitors and actually go and do some mystery shopping and try and do it regularly. You learn so much. The fourth one out of 10 is actually, what about buying some property? (laughs) I definitely think you should set a goal for acquisition, but it will depend on what stage you're at, of course. If you're just starting out in commercial, then maybe a small deal should be your focus. Learn cheap, as they say. Get something over the line. But let's take a step back. We can't just go out and buy anything. So one of the other things you really need to try and do at this time of year is review your investment criteria. What are you actually looking for? And I don't mean is it an industrial building or a shop or something. I mean, what is the outcome you're looking for? Is it cash flow? Is it passive or is it active? Is it a high return on your money? Is it a high return on somebody else's money? What is your objective? What is your unique investing criteria? With all that being said, make sure you have some form of acquisition on your goal list. All right, whatever your criteria is, you need to have some kind of acquisition on there. And take the time to work backwards from that goal to understand the steps you'll need to take to make it happen. That's back to the method thing again, episode 44. So let's move on. Consistently view properties. Actually go around and physically get into some smelly old commercial buildings. You'll learn loads. And it's part of the process, which is fundamental to actually getting a deal done. So that was the fifth one. The sixth one, get those offers in. This could be a really good goal to set, actually getting in offers. Because it is a numbers game. I don't know if anyone's ever told you that before. As I like to see, get some pegs in the wall. This is you basically putting in offers and setting the price point. Now, you might be setting price points very low because you're going to allow time to be a negotiator for you. Now, I know not everybody's got that luxury because it does depend on what's going on and how hot the market is in your area. But get pegs in the wall. Get some prices in and move on to the next deal. It's one of the best negotiating tactics is having lots of potential deals. If a vendor comes back and says yes, or two or three of them come back and say yes, you don't have to do the deal. Okay, you haven't committed financially. The important thing is to get them in. 
If you only have one deal, it's mighty hard not to get emotional. And if the vendor can smell that, then you're in trouble. It's going to cost you more than it needs to. A great habit to have is once you've got an offer in, or even better, it's been accepted, make sure you're still putting offers in on other properties. And of course, if you get in lots of offers, it really is that numbers game then, which allows you to bid a lot lower because you only need one or two of them to land. But if you're only doing one or two offers a year, then you can't play that game. So set yourself a goal to get one or two or maybe three or four offers in a month, whatever it is that's going to work for you. As I say, I appreciate if the market's hot where you are, then maybe you don't have quite as much time or luxury of time, but deals do fall out of bed all the time. Consistency of offers is one of the key things here. Keep putting in offers. Even if things do go or appear to have been sold, they do fall out of bed. You will have found that out in residential if you've been doing that. It's one of the key things. Just keep following up. Keep following up. This suggested goal, though, is not there to get three successful deals. It's purely to get the offers in. What I'm trying to say is set yourself up for a numbers game because that takes the emotion out of it. So the seventh one is education. If you put bad in, you get bad out. If you put good in, you might get some good out. Interestingly, take that step further. You put nothing in, guess what you get out? (laughs) Now, of course, I do sell education right? Whether that be a mastermind or a more advanced program. But there's lots of free stuff out there too. And there are other people that offer different products. And I do believe you will learn something from everybody, whatever their offer is or their experience. There's always something to learn. Now, of course, I'd love you to get involved in some of the stuff that we do. But as I say, there's lots of free stuff out there, including, of course, this podcast. And there's quite a lot on our website. There are some good books too. A lot of them are from outside of the UK. I've read some good commercial books from authors in Australia and America. And I've read some that are not so good. Hopefully there will be more coming to market. But at the moment, blogs, podcasts, there are some YouTube videos as well. These are places you can find these things out. But it's certainly not as widespread as it is for residential, I'm afraid. But just make sure you have a plan for this coming year to improve your understanding of the market how it all works, how it all fits together, and where your place could be, particularly where's your niche going to be. So getting yourself a bit of education will help you maybe solidify what that's going to be because when you're starting out in almost all business types, you need to niche up at the start and get really good at specific strategies or a specific strategy or a specific product or service, depending on what your business is. But once those wheels and the cogs are moving, then you can start looking at branching out into new strategies, new product lines, and new services. But you can't launch everything all at once. You've got to niche down. This has to be regular, the education thing, right? It needs to be something you're doing weekly, daily, monthly, quarterly, whatever it is you're going to do, depending if it's events or if it's just getting together with other people or listening to podcasts, but make sure you have a system in place and try and stick to it. Don't be afraid, of course, to try different things or to invest in your own knowledge. The next one, which kind of ties on the back of that, is get around a peer group. This is covered lots in episode 26 about conditioning. What are you going to do by your conditioning this year? Set a goal by the end of this year that you're going to have a group of, let's say, at least four peers who are all in the swim. They're maybe slightly ahead of you, but it's going to give you some shared experiences and some accountability and critically belief 
when times are a bit more difficult. It's creating a mastermind or a group of people that are all going through the same things as you. As I say, ideally, they'll be a little bit further ahead of you or some of them will be a bit further ahead of you. And it's all very well at Christmas time, sitting down thinking with a clear mind about the year ahead. But unfortunately, the reality is whether it's a weekend, a month or six months, life will try and beat the stuffing out of you. So why not plan for that and put in place a way to counteract it by putting in place that peer group? The next one is review your plan on a monthly basis, checking how you're getting on. Don't wait until December next year to review how you got on. Imagine that, you get to the end of the year and that's when you do a review. Maybe some of you are thinking about doing that right now and you think, maybe I didn't quite get as much done this year as I wanted to. But by staying focused on it, you might get more done. So, form a new habit. Review on a monthly basis. And then the last one, I've only got 10. Develop a plan to cultivate some private investors. Now, I've said two to three. I think that's a good number for a year. Yes, you need to be talking to a broker for bank finance or more or other creative finance. But I would set a goal to broaden your network of bona fide investors. What do I mean by bona fide? I mean people who actually have money and an interest in investing, not just talking the talk. A quick review then. Let's give you some suggested numbers for this, because as I said at the start, I really want to give you some Goals that you can write down on your own list and make them your own this year. And maybe some numbers will help with that. But of course, you'll need to tweak those. Now, the deal is you can only tweak them upwards, of course. (laughs) So the first one was befriend two to three commercial agents over the coming year. A proper relationship, though. Eating and drinking with them. Second one, focus on one single geographical area and immerse yourself in it. Visit it regularly. Walk the streets. View the properties. The third one, visit 12 competitive offers over the year. The fourth one, buy at least one commercial property this coming year. Remember that doesn't happen overnight. Chances are you'll need to be out viewing and offering on that during the first quarter. Certainly if you go by my track record, it usually takes me at least nine months to buy anything. So it might be that you can view it in the second quarter. But really, if you want to be buying something before the end of the year, actually you've got to get out there now. Fifth one, consistently view five to six properties a month. The sixth one, get offers in. Pick a number that will suit the speed you want to grow at, but I would say ideally at least two a month. More, of course, would be better. But that means over the year, 20-odd offers. That's pretty good going. The seventh one, get educated. Choose or create a process for your education. We're continually learning, but of course that is a choice. Do it two to three times a week. Keep putting some good stuff in there. Eighth one, get around a peer group of at least three to four other commercial investors. Ideally, I would say actually, although I know it's difficult to do this when you're starting out, is between six to 12. Because then when people are on holiday or they're not around, that number works really well. Somewhere in there between six and 12, certainly for me, that's what's worked really well. And be ready for the moments when you will lose momentum and need a pickup. The ninth one, review your plan every month. So, 12 times a year. Find and nurture two to three new private investors who will work with commercial projects because some of your residential investors, if you have some, may not necessarily understand commercial or may not want to be involved in commercial. So you just have to think about that. Try and find two to three new ones. You just never know when you're going to need them. 
I hope some of those goal ideas have stuck with you and you incorporate them into your annual review over this festive period. But don't forget, what better way to start the new year than to join us on the day tour I mentioned at the start or to immerse yourself in our next nine-month mastermind programme which starts on the 27th of January, so it starts next month as well. To make the programme work, numbers are limited and there's an application process which usually takes about five, ten minutes, something like that. Once you've submitted an application, we'll then schedule a call to have a one-to-one chat to see if the Mastermind programme is right for you. I really want to make sure that it will work for you and for the rest of the group. So we'll just have a chat, go through the application form and see whether it's the right step for you. We're actually running our last event for the current Mastermind next week and it's been so exciting to see how many commercial properties have been bought during this mastermind. It's been amazing. It really has been a joy to be involved, and over the last few months, individuals have bought a number of different types of properties. Um, A pub, shops and uppers, listed property, public property, some specifically for CMO, others for residential conversion or mixed use with service accommodation. So why not join us next year and see what you can buy? It's really important to me that you get value from the content we put out there. So this is back to the podcast. It takes me a fair bit of time to put these podcasts together and I want to make sure it's actually been useful to you. So if you have a moment, send in some feedback, positive or constructive, suggestions for other topics or requests for more of the same. I don't mind. Whatever you feel you would like to contribute, please take a moment. There'll be a link in the show notes for you to find us on the web or to contact us through Instagram or all those different places. Or even better still, leave us a review on iTunes. We're always looking at them. And if you leave us some feedback there, constructive feedback that we can use, that would be fantastic. So I look forward to hearing from you on that front. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Commercial Property Investor podcast. And I really look forward to speaking to you again very soon. 